0: Welcome to This Week in Brattleboro History,
1: produced by
0: the Brattleboro Brattleboro Historical Society and the Brattleboro Area Middle School.
1: In December 1946... Barrows Musi, a magician, entertained about 100 people at the E.L. Hildreth Christmas party. The holiday event took place in the Grange Hall on Canal Street and included dancing to the jukebox and a visit from Santa Claus. People were very impressed by the skills of the magician.
2: Barrows Musi was a multifaceted individual. His full name was June Barrows Musi, and he is known around here for a few books and an historical article he wrote about this area. Vermont Heritage A Picture Story was published in 1947 and A Book of Country Things was first printed in 1965. Both of these books have local connections. There are over 170 engravings featured in the Vermont Heritage book that come from the Wyndham County Historical Society and the Book of Country Things contains the memories of Guilford resident Walter Needham In 1968, Vermont History, the quarterly publication of the Vermont Historical Society, included an article written by Musi that focused on the storied history of printing and publishing in Brattleboro. He stated, 35 years of studying the book trade in several countries have yet to show me a comparable town with a longer or livelier publishing tradition. This article was a catalyst for the recent Brattleboro Words Project.
0: Barrows Musi came to the Brattleboro area from New York City in the 1930s. He was a young book publisher and formed a relationship with the local publishing company, the Stephen Day Press. Musi operated a small publishing and marketing company in New York City and entered into an agreement with the Stephen Day Press to help distribute their books as far south as Washington, D.C. In return, the Stephen Day Press would distribute Musi's books in the New
1: England area. June Barrows Musi was born in 1910. His father was an economics professor and managing editor of The Nation magazine. His mother was a journalist, stage actress, and director. Barrows excelled in academics and moved swiftly through school. His parents didn't want him to attend college jewelry, so they supported him as he explored other interests. For instance, he had the ability to rapidly learn languages, so his parents introduced him to books from many different countries. Barrows enjoyed the challenge of translating foreign language text into English.
3: When Barrows was 11 years old, he received a magic instruction book for Christmas. He became obsessed with magic and was supported in this interest by his mother. When he was 13 years old, he began performing in public and went on tour across the United States as the magic performer Haji Baba. The performance name came from a popular series of adventure stories published by the last century and he wore a Persian outfit as part of his act. Barrows' mother helped with costumes and booked his performances throughout the country.
2: The next year, at the age of 14, Barrows toured Europe. His passport says that he traveled to Holland, Germany, France, Belgium, and Czechoslovakia. He was a quick learner and met many performers who specialized in card tricks and other forms of magic. He struck up lifelong friendships with magicians on these tours which would influence his future professional decisions. The tour of Europe also allowed Barros to gain more knowledge of various languages. He was a prolific writer and traveled with a typewriter so he could write to his parents every day. When Barrows returned from Europe, he continued to perform his magic act and used the proceeds to help fund his college education at Haverhill College in Columbia University. He graduated from college at the age of 19. Barrows became a translator for book publishing companies and began a publishing company of his own. One of his first published translations was a 1931 German book entitled Illustrated Magic. In 1935, Brattleboro's Stephen Day Press made contact with Barrows' New York City Publishing Company. The local publishing company was looking to form partnerships with other small regional publishers. The following year, the two companies entered into a marketing agreement. Musey's publishing company would distribute Stephen Day Press books as far south as Washington, D.C., while the Stephen Day Press would distribute Musey's books throughout New England. In 1936, Barrows was running his publishing company, wrote a detective novel, Sergeant Death, under the pseudonym of Frank P. Grady, and translated foreign language books for Stackpole Sons, a larger New York City publishing company. He also translated a German children's book for the Stephen Day Press called Ski Gang.
0: The next year, Stackpole Sons published a book edited by Barrows called We New England, Yankee Life by Those Who Lived It. He had researched historical narratives written by others and compiled them into a thematic text. This would become one of the many literary strands of Barrow's Muse's life. He had an interest in New England history and would explore the topic further once
3: he had relocated to Vermont. Before moving to Vermont in 1939, Barrow Muses complete a translation of Hitler's Mein Kampf for Stockpole Sons. He did not want to be associated with the publication, so the book jacket stated that the translation was done anonymously. Stockpole claimed that the first complete unauthorized and uncensored edition available to the American public would open the country's eyes of Hitler's evil plans for Europe.
2: The review went on to describe Hitler's writing as verbose, repetitive, ungrammatical, often unintelligible, and illiterate.
0: In March 1939, the same month of the review, Barrows moved to Vermont and married Jane Alley of Vernon. The newly married couple lived on Tyler Hill Road, and Barrows maintained an office at the Wilder Building in Brattleboro. He had left publishing in New York City and focused upon translating the works of others.
1: A year later, Barrows bought the Countryman Press from Vrest Orton. He also became an associate at the Wyndham County Historical Society, established an extensive collection for historical manuscripts and no old books. 1942, he also wrote a magicians and booklet that became a classic in the genre.
2: World War II caused Barrows to begin working as a translator for the War Department. This led to joining the Marine Corps and continuing to translate throughout the war. In 1946, Barrows had a book called Old New England published by a New York City firm. It was an illustrated tour of the history of New England. The Saturday Evening Post also printed an article submitted by Barrows which included an interview of longtime Guilford resident Walter Needham. This article would be the genesis of the 1965 Stephen Green Press publication, A Book of Country Things. In 1947, E.L. Hildreth of Brattleboro printed Barrow's book, Vermont Heritage, A Picture Story. He published another magician's book, Learn Magic, as well. He also translated a Dutch book that explained how engineers in the Netherlands rebuilt the dam and dike systems following World War II. In 1948, Barrow's wrote an article for the American Mercury
1: magazine on the topic of Vermont. In the article he made a few geographic errors and demonstrated a limited understanding of portion of Vermont, North and Rutland. Six newspapers from around the state gave poor reviews of the article and highlighted Barrows' geographic nuance. This curtailed Barrows' growing stature as a Vermont storyteller. In
2: 1949, Barrows began writing magician textbooks under the pseudonym Henry Hay. The next year he took a job with the New York Journal of Commerce to become its foreign correspondent. Jane and Barrows moved to West Germany. Barrows would live in West Germany for the rest of his life. He would become a prominent advertising writer and consultant for many European businesses. June barrows Moussi was an author, translator, publisher, folklorist, and anthologist. He translated German, Dutch, French, Swedish, and Norwegian texts to English. His diverse interests included New England history, European commerce, and magic. For more than a decade, he lived and worked in the local area and left a lasting impact on the written history of our region. We'd like to thank Room 256's advisory for helping read This Week in Brattleboro History. Please join us next week for another story from our community's past.